Welcome to Morning Commute. I'm Brad Doles. And I am Sam Albert. You know, Brad and I have been friends for many years. Uh, that's true. Probably, I don't know, five or more. And we've built this friendship on making conversations that we talk about basically anything we can think about. It's like no topic is off the table. And so we wanted to open that up and share that kind of talk with other people. Yeah. So we devised this podcast. It's a 20 to 30 minute podcast in which we just kind of freeform talk about the things that we talk about all the time. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the morning commute. All right, we're back. Um, so for people who don't know how podcasts work, we're, we're doing a whole week in, uh, in one day. Mm -hmm. So whereas for you, the audience, you were like, oh my goodness, where is this conversation going to go? Can I even remember what happened on the last episode? It was like two seconds ago for us. I mean, it's fresh in our minds. So one of the things, I, I, I've been writing down things as we talk about potential things. And one of the things that you said last, and I just wanted to see if you wanted to expand on it at all, okay. is, uh, what, is it, what does it mean to be a good person? You had yes. So uh, as a refresher of our last episode, uh, I was saying to you that I think sometimes you uh, are kind to people as an apology for existence. And you can make the argument that that's a good thing because everybody is reaping the benefits and the overall, an overall net good is being done because you're being overly charitable. As your friend, I a lot of times see it as a bad thing because you are doing it at a sacrifice to yourself. And many times it harms you more than it helps you. I can see the, the benefit in doing a, a charitable act for someone and feeling that good, but I think sometimes you do it so much that it harms you. I 100% agree. And to add on to that, I also feel in a way, if you give yourself away to everybody, then regardless of whether they deserve it or not, then what does your gift really mean at all? Right. Do you know what I mean? And and that has been a, an eye opener for me. We don't need to use names. We can use fake names if you like, mm -hmm. but would you, and I'll beep this out if we do, would you like to um, define the situation? Because I think that's a good example. A hundred percent. Yes. All right. So there's Use whatever name woman. you like. Yeah, a woman. Um, I met this woman at my last job. She's an elderly lady uh, and she's very demanding. And I initially, I was paired up with her because of my job. They were encouraging me to spend time with her to help her get acclimated to this new place she was living. And it became a friendship, but it quickly became a kind of a one-sided friendship where I was more of an, uh, an unpaid assistant instead of a friend uh, from my perspective. Now she may see it differently, but for me, well, if we're taking votes, two out of three people believe that you were being <laughs> abused. So, um, and, and Brad, you warned me, you were like, this is going to bother you. You're going to get so entrenched in this. And then one day you're going to start to feel really resentful. And I'm just warning you, be careful. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, now I've reached this place where I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not your unpaid personal assistant. Um, but that's tempered with, well, she's here all by herself. She doesn't have any family. I'm the closest thing she has to family really here. Mm -hmm. And then I feel bad, like how much skin is it off my nose to help her out? Right. And then see, now you're getting a picture into my mind. But then the flip side is, yeah, but you're, you are, you're treating yourself like a bar of soap and everyone gets to wash their hands on you. And pretty soon there's going to be nothing of you left. You have to choose who gets to use you to wash their hands. Yeah. Yeah, to get back to that question of being a good person, 
I think you really need to. It's really good and important to do things like that that you are doing, but you can't do it at the expense of being a human being yourself. Like one of the things I think is, one of the things that's important in the world is happiness, right? And and being compassionate of others and all of that stuff. And I think that it's really great that you do that, but I also believe that your happiness is important. And if you do it at a sacrifice of your own happiness, then... At a certain point, I, as your friend, say, it's not worth it. Like, you need to be happy, too. You need to temper that with being able to be happy yourself. And this is where I struggle and I still haven't figured out yet. And it's exactly what you said. Like, what, how do you be a good person? What does being a good person mean? And I know that definition is different for everybody, Mm -hmm. but I really, really struggle with it. And then when people say, well... You have to treat it like when a plane's going down, you put your mask on before you put the mask on somebody else. So you have to take care of yourself first before you can care for somebody else. Um, But I don't know where self-care falls in on that. It's so confusing to me. And then, of course, there's the ever-present guilt that just sits on me like a heavy perfume. Yeah, so I think I that's never, part of the reason that you have a hard time defining that is because you you define it as how much happiness I deserve. And the yeah. answer is oftentimes, well, none. Okay, figured that out. Well, I feel like, um, yes, yes, and there's this idea that um, worth, like, do we come, and this is a, maybe a discussion for another day, but like, does just being born imbue you with intrinsic worth? Or do you earn that worth based on the good works you do while you're here? And I don't know which one I fall on. I know which way I lean, because we've talked about this. But mm-hmm. um, that's tricky for me, too, is like, I'm lucky to be here. I want to make a difference while I am here. And it's hard to figure out what that limit is and when enough is enough or is it never enough do you want to know what my answer to that question is of course i do always um the question is what gives a person worth is it being born or is it being uh uh your actions i guess is that a fair enough um summation of what you said uh i think it's both and one of my examples of that would be like if you have a child if you have a baby you don't just go well what have you done for me lately and like dump it in the trash can like you instinctively know that being born gives you some sort of value as a human being. Okay, but I'm going to throw something back at you that you said to me once. Are you ready? Okay. Perhaps that idea that we imbue our own children with worth is a product of evolution so that we don't kill them so that our species gets to exist. Well, I would say absolutely it is. Okay. But so is that real worth or is that it absolutely is? You know why? Why? Because worth only has meaning in the sense of how human beings define it. Okay. There is no, there is no overall, well, from Brad's perspective, there is no overall judge of the universe saying this is valuable and this is not. So if someone's going to judge it, it is going to be people. And therefore people have value from birth. And okay, this, and I'm sure we'll get into this at a later date, but like this brings in a whole other thing, which is belief in a higher in God. Because when I used to believe in God, then it was sort of easier to think, well, we all come into the, you know, God made us and he has a plan for each of us. And therefore, of course, we have worth because we were designed and and given life by by a a heavenly father. Mm -hmm. But then as I hung out more with you and you um, blew up that bridge and I became more leaning towards atheism, 
then I had to decide what worth means from a totally different perspective. And I'm not sure what I figured out yet. I'm still mm -hmm. on the journey. So you disagree with my, my definition? No, I agree. I just, I, I understand it intellectually, but emotionally, it's really hard for me to believe yeah. that just because we're here, we have worth. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how deep we want to go into this, but I think you have because of, um, because of your parents or because of your father specifically, you have a great need to feel, you need that parental feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think that's why you have this feeling, a constant feeling of subordination. Like I need someone to tell me what has worth and what doesn't have worth, because if I am the one that has to figure it out, then I'll screw it up. Yeah. Oh, so that's a hundred percent true. I actually think there are two things going on. I think mm -hmm. that Part of it comes from that sort of ancient patriarchal wound that I have yet to completely heal for sure. Uh -huh. But then another part of it comes from just sitting down and like intellectually thinking things out in terms of, and this is a whole other episode of like how precious is life and what does life mean and um, how significant are we in comparison to other things in the universe and whew, a lot to think about just on a drive to work. But <laughs> All right. That, I mean, geez. But that factors into some of my belief system as well. I can't untangle the part of it that's definitely coming from stuff that I should be talking about with a therapist. But then there is a part of it that's literally just coming from sort of an intellectual perspective on existence. I, and I imagine like someone coming into work off of, off of this podcast and someone else looking at, geez, what is going on with Carl? He's having a real existential crisis over there. <laughs> Why is Carl crying in the corner of the break room? Sorry, Carl. Oh, we've got to tell at some point the Carl Fuller story. Oh, that is absolutely going on the list. Um, <laughs> uh, do you think Carl's listening? I, I think this kind of technology is far beyond Carl. Well, we don't know. I mean, maybe Carl's caregiver has it. Yeah. All right, Carl, if you're out there and listening to this podcast, it's all your fault, and I'm willing to say that. <laughs> And Carl, you still owe us cookies and tea. That's what I want to say. Oh, absolutely. You do not owe us cookies and tea. <laughs> that was a real fear of mine. <laughs> and uh, a real hope of mine. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll go over Carl Fuller in the next episode. Uh, are okay. we missing anything here? We're ten minutes into this episode. Holy cow! We've already covered life, existence, self worth, <laughs> how to be a good person. What what else should we tackle? Well, we can we can do other um, other segments too. I was conscious of like, do you think this is a good? Uh, number of you think back to back to back episodes where we're just examining your life and my life is not off the table is Ooh. good for um for podcast episodes or do you think that we should go into other things should we just keep I, on going with this right now and, and feel it out sure sure i mean we can always go to other topics i don't think i'm particularly interesting so i just am concerned that people are going to be like what well, i don't know her why do i care that she had a crappy father that's my only concern that people are gonna be like well, who, who's she i think the world's I think I think much in the Tiger King aspect, people are probably listening to this going, this is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> this poor girl, we need to set up a GoFundMe yeah. for her. <laughs> what makes this monstrous human being? <laughs> I read two, uh, we have to talk about this eventually, two differing articles about 
the about Tiger King that I wanted to talk with you about since you were, you know, have such strong feelings about it. Yeah, let's let's um let's talk about Tiger King in the next episode. I think that's a good place to start okay. out. Okay. Um, okay. Um, now, do you inherit? So, can I ask you if we're continuing along this li these lines? Do you feel like a person of worth? Yeah, I do. Do you think you're a good person? Yeah, I do. I think it's a hard question to answer because you can always compare yourself against someone who's doing better. Mm -hmm. You can always, and I think that I am far from, like if I was to compare myself against you, I would say, no, I need to be a lot more compassionate. <sighs> I think that I think that even you would say like, well, I'm a way more cynical than you are about stuff. And I really try to not be cynical, but there's things that are just like, I don't want to put the effort into helping that person. And, <laughs> uh, and you're very like, like, I, I guess like through some of the conversations that we've had to any degree that you could say that I have helped you. Some of that is it's it's selfish on my part is like i like you and i want to help you i i think where i could be a better person is if i decide that i don't like you my motivation mm -hmm. to help you is significantly less now that doesn't mean that i want to harm you those are two different things but mm -hmm. doesn't mean that i'm going to go out of the way to be like like i can well see that's that's difficult though because i was going to put up as an example but i have helped oh yes i have helped elderly woman that you know um <laughs> yeah you sure have and um full disclosure i took cash for it i didn't take a lot of cash for it mm -hmm. but i also it was my way of putting her in her place you know uh, yes. you do all of this stuff and i know you'll be like oh but she pays for this and pays for that but essentially you do all of this stuff for free and i wanted to put myself in a place where she had to budget it so she knew she couldn't take advantage and i would never have to have the conversation with her no no more yeah that's what's hard for me is wondering where but no we're talking about where i fail as in compassion and now i'm just justifying it how i think about it and i think there's a part of me that would be better if i would just be like no i'll just go over i'll i'll help her regardless of whether or not i think that she's taking advantage of my friend if she was abusing her that'd be one thing but there's such a level of what's the right word you're complying a hundred percent yeah so I, yeah, it's I'm not like she has you locked in the basement I, I just I just don't agree with the nature of the relationship. So I'm not inspired to be like, oh, I'll go do some household tasks for you. Yeah. Now, does this change your thought at all? When I spoke with her recently, um, she asked about you. She said, how is the fish eater? She calls you the fish eater because she knows you eat a lot of, or you were eating a lot of fish. Still do. Um, she want, oh, good. She wanted to know how you were doing and if you were okay during this crazy time. Now, is that and, um, you putting that level of intrigue on her or did she say, how is the fish eater doing? And you added all of those other details in your head. Oh, yeah. No. That ding, 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 ding. <laughs> but I feel like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I feel like based on, you know, she said, so how, how is the fish eater? He's hanging in and here are the things that are going on. And um, she sounded as, as much as she could based on her German upbringing, she sounded invested and concerned. <laughs> with, <laughs> with all of the compassion that you would hear out of Hitler, she sounded really she... concerned. <laughs> Oh, I feel oh, bad for him! <laughs> because now he can come over and help me out. <laughs> I hope he is doing well. He'll bring him some cookies. Are you being compassionate? Or are... Okay, you know... Yes! Just, uh -huh. Yes! <laughs> and I'm very worried about him. Yeah. 
over the year, okay, here's another question I have for you. Based on how your uh, framework of the universe has shifted, has it shifted what being a good person means to you and how you enact that in your life? A thousand percent. Okay. A thousand percent. So much so that, I mean, that's another episode too. Like, oh yeah. How do, how did I in the past frame what a good person is and how do I frame how they are now? Yeah, it is, it's, it's way different. We definitely have to explore that for sure. And can we explore this too? If you get something out of it, is it just as good? Do you know what I mean? If you're doing something good for a selfish reason because you get some, some kind of emotional reward, is it still good? Or does part of the definition of being a good person mean you don't get anything out of it? Yes, it absolutely is still good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think, go ahead. No, no, please. Sorry. I can hold on to this. I think it makes you a better person if you can do it. And if you can do as many things that give you reward that don't give you reward. So if you, if you don't get a reward, that doesn't mean that it isn't good, but you shouldn't feel guilty for doing the good things that you do because they make you feel good. Right. Okay. I can't, if I go down to some charity and I'm helping out, if I'm, Mm -hmm. um, okay, here's a thing that I've done that I think is kind. I have tutored a bunch of people through math. Mm -hmm. What I charge for that is zero up to now. Anyway, I have considered, I should say, um, in this (laughs) world where we're doing stuff online a lot and, and job is uh, sketchy. I've considered doing tutoring and charging for it. So my rate might go up a bit. But that being said, I, over the last 20 years, maybe almost as soon as I left high school uh, and during high school, I've tutored people through math just, just out of the kindness of it. I never, I never didn't enjoy it. I think there is a egotistical part of my brain that enjoys showing off a bit and saying like, hey, look, I can do this. That doesn't take away from the benefit that they got out of it. You know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't not, I shouldn't start teaching history because I hate history, you know, and that would make it more, more um, valuable. And that's not true. I don't hate history. I'm just not as good at it. Conversely, if you do the right thing for the wrong reasons, are you still a good person? No. So here's the reason I say that. Being- Okay. Doing things good, being a good person, you should be able to predict whether or not a person is a good person. So if you do things for, if you're doing things that are good and you know they're good, you know, among the reasons that I felt good about doing those things was because I was helping people and that made me feel good, right? If you're doing good things for the wrong reasons, then all that's a predictor of is that you do things for the wrong reasons, right? So it's almost a side effect that something good came out of it, but that doesn't mean that the next time you do something for the wrong th- reasons that a bad thing could happen. Does that all make sense? Woo, Carl. I'm checking in with Carl to see how it is for him. You okay, Carl? <laughs> does that make sense to you? It does. It does make sense. Yes. All right. Boy, I didn't know these first two episodes were going to be so preachy. I'm exhausted. Well, they don't I have just, to be the first two episodes either. I just don't want to sound, well, because of the nature of the way we've already set them up, they kind of, they had to follow each other at least. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well. I, I guess I'm just self-conscious of sounding preachy. It's just the nature of how our conversations kind of play out, but I don't want to be like, right. I don't want to sound like, and you guys are all doing it wrong. <laughs> That's just, that's just the nature of how I define things. And in my own defense, 
I am curious about how other people define things. This is actually a good time to mention. If you go to the to this podcast website on Anchor, it is, um, oh shoot, let me go to it. There it is. It is anchor.fm forward slash morning commute Sam Brad. There is a link on that page that you can send a voice message to us. If you have comments about any of the topics that we talk about on this show, if you want to chime in and even if you wanted to like uh, leave contact information uh, and wanted to be part of the show sometime, I think that would be fun if we had guests every once in a while. We also have a email, morningcommutesambrad at gmail.com. You can send contact information and, and stuff there and we can talk about it on the show. What do you think about that, Sam? I think that would be incredible. Yes. These are pretty heady things. I'd love to know what other people think. We talk, the two of us talk about it all the time. It'd be interesting to get another person's perspective, you know? Yeah. And I am really curious about how other people define these things. And some of it might be a little unfair because if, if you just put it in a voicemail and then I get to just talk about vamp on it for 20 minutes, then you're not really... Um, putting much input into it. But if uh, if it has enough promise, maybe we could have a guest on sometime. I think that would be fabulous. Yeah, so do I. Should we call that episode also, two? Also, I want to, yes. Go but ahead. Before you do, yeah, go ahead. I think it makes you a good person that when you set up the email, you put my name first. That counts <laughs> as good person. Uh, I tried more in commute, commute Brad Sam, but it was already taken, so. Ah! <laughs> Right thing, wrong reason. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to call that, uh, we're at 25 minutes. We're going to call that episode two. How does that sound to you? I love it. This is so much fun. I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. Um, yeah. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.